Hi, and welcome to No Hesitations, the Metal and Pedal podcast. I'm your host, Jade Joyner. And today I'm so excited to have Amy Lawrence from Journey Juice in my studio. Amy is incredible. And if you haven't been to Journey Juice, run, don't walk. It just makes you feel good. The juice, Amy, everything about it. So let's get to Amy and hear about her journey with Journey Juice. All right. I'm so excited to have you here, Amy. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so we are, you are the owner of Journey Juice. Yes, ma'am. And are you the sole owner or do you have it with your partner or husband? Or? Uh, so my husband and I together. Okay. Barth. We have our, Journey Juice is ours. And when did you open Journey Juice? So I took over Journey Juice in June 2015. So Journey Juice opened, I believe, in April of 2012. Um, by Nabil Abuharb, who is from Athens, and he lived in California and actually did a whole juicing fast, lost a bunch of weight, and then came back and was like, hey, I'm going to open a juice joint. And then it's one of those things, if you're not really into juice and it's not something like you you think about and it's a big passion, it's a, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a labor of love. So you got to be really into it. And it was just one of those things that after a few years, it's like, yeah, that's really in my gig. Like it was great to lose 30 pounds, but I don't want to do this forever. Yeah. So he was ready to sell it, but they ended up closing the business. And then I just reopened it because I was teaching school at the time. Oh, wow. What did you teach? I taught third grade for 15 years. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Did you love that? I love, love being with eight-year-olds all day. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. I could do that. It's really fun. Yeah, I love kids. Yep. But it was one of those things I was turning 40 and it was starting to suck the life out of me, not the children, just the whole institution. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, I believe in this, but I think it's time for me to try something else. And at that time I had gone through a bunch of health issues and I was a big juicer. So when Journey Juice went out of business, I was a really big customer. Mm -hmm. I'm like, um, I have to have juice. And I had, we have a background in our restaurant, in restaurant whatever that means Barth and I had one in Savannah before we moved here and had raised our children it's not very conducive to raising children it's a lot of fun so so what kind of restaurant did you have so we had it was on Wilmington Island that's how I met Barth okay um and it's seafood just out on Wilmington Island between Tybee and Savannah. How fun. Just a cute little outdoor, like, you know, little raw tuna and some grouper and mahi and fun. It was fun. We had a good time. And then y'all had kids, and you're like, I can't do this day in a day out. Yeah, so I'm the after 40 wife, so Barthy is a little bit older than I am, mm-hmm. and he had had children, and his children, their their mom ended up moving to Athens, and Bart's from Atlanta. Okay. And I'm from Mississippi. Oh, wow. So Atlanta was like country comes to town for me. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that ever. And I did it, and I loved it, and he was great about placing me. We lived in Buckhead. He put me close to the juice store, place to work out, and I taught school there. Right. And it was great. Yeah. But we were burning up the roads coming back and forth to Athens. Right. And right. so we just decided to move here. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, if you don't mind me asking, what were the health issues that you were going through at the time? So, I have always had tummy issues. Mm-hmm. Always. And I grew up in the whole part where you eat low-carb, or, or low-carb, no-fat. Okay. So, I thought I was doing it all right. I've worked out since I was in the fifth grade. Like, I always had a routine, regimen, like, an eating, like, very careful about watching wow. everything. A little bit. A, 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 triple. <laughs> triple. Little OCD, you know, all right. those things. And so I was, I, I thought I was doing it all right. And I would eat the beans, I would eat the tofu, I would eat the edamame, I would eat the brown rice, 
the wheat, whole wheat pasta, the quinoa, all these things. And I, my tummy was in turmoil all the time. I also had really high anxiety, so I was on crazy antidepressants when I was in high school. But what I learned over these years is that you have as more neurons in your gut than anywhere else. So if your yeah. neuron, if your tummy is out of order, there's just it creates a lot of anxiety as well. And medicine, medicine, all those. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was diagnosed with what's called. IBS, which I think is the same thing as WTF. Okay. No one knows what that means. <laughs> so I just started doing food and lim- I just really quit everything mm-hmm. and then started juicing. Mm-hmm. And at the time when I was teaching school, there was a young girl. I was probably 30 at the time. She was 24 and she had been just been diagnosed with stage four breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And she did not want to do radiation because she wanted to be able to have a baby. And if she had gone through the chemo, there was a chance that she wouldn't be able to have a child. So she did what's called the Gerson therapy. And we happened to live in the same apartment complex. So she was juicing. And so we would juice and do these things together. Now, is this exclusive juicing? All that she did, literally, that's she all. She didn't eat anything. She ate cottage cheese and flaxseed oil. She followed the whole Gerson therapy. Okay. And now she's four babies later. She has green drink diaries and leads the March on Monsanto in Atlanta at Piedmont oh Park. It gets me gosh. chills once a year. Yes, it's and amazing. you believe that juice... Ju- oh, I, I believe food can heal you or kill yes, you. That's I what that I too. learned. And what I learned is juicing for, my, for me was easier than... I, I would love to go eat... Like, I love to eat maypole, but afterwards, I, vegetables, it's just eating the vegetables. So juicing them, I can, it, my Process stomach them. deals with it because mm-hmm. it stays out of the digestive system. Mm-hmm. So I just think some of us just don't have the gut flora, and we can always increase it, but I don't know. It's just worked for me. Yeah. And then I was having some more aches and pains. And my mom has arthritis, it's all. So then they, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis about three years afterwards. Wow. And I refi- that's when- You're in your 30s. Oh, 30s to 36. I'd had two colonoscopies trying to figure out what was wrong. I, yeah, I was eating all the, I mean, the low-fat cottage cheese. I was eating like, but I love milk. So I've always thought that I was lactose intolerant. So my husband is really my doctor because he just started reading. Yeah. I mean, white papers- really reading and what we learned was basically there's just a lot of sugar in all our foods and for anyone who has any autoimmune it just exacerbates inflammation Mm -hmm. so and stress Mm -hmm. stress is another huge that you can't see it but it's a real real thing Mm -hmm. and being an overachiever I like everything to be perfect I want it all to be perfect and I worry what if it's not that causes a lot of stress so Thank God for yoga. I learned about how to breathe because I didn't realize I hold my breath all the time. <laughs> I juice, juice. So I quit all my like anti-anxiety medication when I was once I started doing wow. this. I quit everything cold Did turkey. Did you have a down cycle from that? Oh my word! I felt like my like I, I like with like my equilibrium was was off. But I'm like this cannot be good. Like this can't be a positive thing. Right. So I quit all dairy and I started everything I introduced back into my diet was raw. So now I drink raw milk, which is illegal in Georgia. It's only for pets, but okay. you know, so it's not for human consumption, Right. but I drink probably a gallon a week, no issues. And then if I eat cheese, any dairy, it's just raw. It's not been pasteurized. Okay. And then I only eat meat that has been pastured. So that means the cows ate 
grass, no grain. So I am completely grain free. Yes. Just because and it works for me. Inflama- I mean, exactly. You know, I was paleo for two years. I've done a bunch of Whole 30s, and it's crazy. Like I remember on my first Whole 30, I lost half a shoe size. Inflammation. It's crazy. That's gross. It's gross. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's really <laughs> it causes cancer. It does. Yeah. It does. And it's just yeah. one of those things. And and I don't. It's one of the. It's people ask me all the time. So when are you going to stop dieting? I was like, it's not really a diet. It's a lifestyle. It's just my lifestyle. Yeah. And I'm able. If you draw my blood now, like it's really interesting. I, I go and have my lab work done just to check my lab. I don't test now for the RA, but it's only because I'm keeping my body in such an alkaline state. Yes. And through the juicing, and yes. when I have a flare-up, I just have to drink a, a lot of juice, yep. do a lot of ice baths, which yep. is the worst, but it's what it's what helps. It works for you. Exactly, and it's moving. Like, people are always like, oh, you work out all the time. I'm like, the you only way, I, exactly. You and you, sometimes you think you have arthritis, oh, I can't move, it hurts to move, mm-hmm. but the more you move, you loosen up the fluids. Joints. Exactly. Yeah. So you, okay, so you had this amazing experience with juice, and y'all were done with the restaurant. You were ready to move to Athens, and you came here. And yes. were you working in Athens as a school teacher at the time? Yes. So we moved to Athens. I taught third grade at Gaines Elementary School. I was there for three years, and that third year is when so Journey Juice opened the the um, spring of my first year here. So I just went back and forth to Atlanta every week, bring home a load, and that's what I would do. Right. Um, and I would do some at home, but you can't have a full time job and juice. It's just too much. So Arden's Garden was my, like, life. life. Like, (laughs) I remember, like, I knew Arden when she was, like, in Little Five in Atlanta. She was just like me. She's just little and just starting. So I did Arden's Garden, and that's what I did. And then um, Journey Juice opened in the spring of 2012, and that's when I was teaching school. So, I, I mean, I'm talking like I was one of my, like one of the top customers at my store. I'm spending close to $500 in juice a month. Right. However, it's my food. Like I don't really eat during the day right. because now, but I'm so, um, I fast most of the time just to keep the levels where they are. Right. And now when I do eat, I kind of get like a food coma. So I just have to be done with whatever I'm doing. Right, right. So when that happened and it, and and they closed, I was I was itching. I, my stress levels were so crazy from teaching school. I just was like, something's got to give. I'm yeah. having anxiety on Thursday about going back on Monday. This is quality of life. It's not worth it. Let's just do something different for a little while. And then the opportunity came. Oh my God! They closed yeah. in March. They were like shut down. I was like, I'm not. And I had already said I'm not going back. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll wait tables. I'll do anything. Right. But I'm not going back. This opened up, and the, if I had been doing yoga now for almost two years and that had been really good for me because I changed my words instead of why me why not me why not I like, love that yes I can I love that. yes I can yeah. and it was yoga is amazing it is amazing. amazing and it's so much it's what I tell people all the time I was like it has nothing to do with being flexible it has everything to do with like letting go of all those thoughts and changing your words to say yes just yes exactly just yes exactly and I, I was like i know it sounds hocus pocus it's kind of like the juice but i'm just telling you if you try it you might feel a little bit better so i started so i just was like i'm doing it and so i approached a bill about it and i was like what do we have to do i didn't if anybody had told me what i was about to get myself into <laughs> oh my I mercy was about to say, like, no teaching school is stressful I cannot even imagine and dealing with all of the back end of that but then going to being 
another an entrepreneur again mm-hmm. 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 there's a lot of parts but yeah. teaching school there's a lot of parts yeah um and you're managing a lot of personality mm-hmm. and it's, it's yeah so Yes, going, and I like to work hard. Yeah. And I like to move. I don't like to be sedentary. I like to, uh, so it worked. Mm-hmm. But I just, and I, I, what I didn't realize is how much I didn't know. And it's more about like, like when the motor to the juicer, like I just drive out to, I just drove myself out to Danielsville where they make motors like mine. It was like, teach me. Right. Show me what this is. Show me you how it works. You, yeah. you have to. You have to. I think that first year was more about like learning like the drive like why is it overheating and then like learning so there's a guy out in Lawrenceville so I worked with him and was like that learned about drives HVAC systems Mm -hmm. all the things how to build a walk-in cooler those things that no one tells you that you're about this is what you're about to get into and you better know all the parts of it because you're gonna get stuck if you don't exactly yeah exactly like learning like where to plug things in and why is that shorting so like thank goodness for branch electric because literally I spent so I was like just teach me yeah show me how to do these show me why this works like this so that first year and a half hindsight I have no idea how I made it through I have the same sentiment in my business I mean it was like my hair was I don't even know I don't know what I ate I don't remember driving to the office all those things yeah all it's those just, things. Like, you're just getting. You're just getting it done. Yeah, you're and you're and you're just you're just doing it. And you're yeah. painting. You're trying to like, oh, the wall needs to be painted. All the yeah. things, you know. And and you just do it. And luckily for me, so my brother was in is in Athens, and he was he worked in the kitchen at Amici. So I pulled him in. He's my juicer, and then our children at the time. Jessica was 14, and Griffin was 19, and so they're both there. And then I have one other girl, and for the most part, we're all still the same. We're all, right. or all, it's we're small, but that, those are our employees, and yeah. you know. And did you buy the logo? Did you rebrand? I brought everything. You bought yes. everything. You bought the so you and this was the same location, correct? Same, same location. location. They had a place downtown, mm-hmm. but that closed when everything closed, and I didn't reopen that space. Okay. Yeah. And um, what was the, okay, so obviously going into this new business was you were passionate about juicing and you had people to help, but what was like the hardest part of that first couple of years? Just learning everything new. I mean, you're obviously, number one, you're a natural salesperson. You can talk to people about your product all day long. Um, Was it difficult to bring back that clientele? Um, What was difficult? So I think there were several difficult parts. One, just learning the whole juicing, the part of the juicing, um, convincing people that no, we don't have smoothies. There's no banana and peanut butter in there. (laughs) No, but if you try it, I promise you'll love it. And then, um, just, just learning to be most efficient. I I like it to be, and that's me. It's a, it's a character flaw at times. I liked it to be the most efficient. I want to know everything in the beginning. I don't want to have to make mistakes. So it was hard not being perfect. It was hard failing. It was hard. It was hard letting go. Letting go and and telling myself that, you know what? You're just being a human. Yes. And that's all you are and that's all you've ever been. And so that has got to be enough. So it was a very humbling experience. I love that. It is so true. It is so true. It is. It humbles you. Owning your own business humbles you. Totally. So it was very very humbling. Humbling, but at the same time, it was exhilarating because when it was successful, it was all because of me. Yes. And it was like, 
it was I needed this confidence. I I I never thought that I wasn't really confident. I always right. thought that you know I have self confidence, but I never really knew how hard on myself I was. Right. And so it was just this new found like, oh my gosh, I did this. I created this. I totally made this. I've made this work. I've worked my fanny off, and I know how to fix the drive now. I know who to call. I know what happens when the air conditioner starts leaking. I know how to do these things. I know how to change the condensation and clean the compressors. Like, and all of a sudden, there were many I times this. I felt, yeah, like yeah. I can do this. Like, yeah. I am totally doing this, and it's like I am totally enough and capable. And yes, it's kind of like when someone said, or asked me if I, like, it's the first time someone asked me if I was an entrepreneur. I was like, oh, I didn't start the business. I was like, so I didn't come up in there. And anyway, after several times, my husband says, you are an entrepreneur. I was like, Absolutely. I know. And he looked at me and was like, no, you have to say it. And it just makes yeah. me cry. He's like, you, he's like, you're doing it. He yeah. was like, now say it. Say it. And it was like the coolest you thing. You such good support with your I husband. Have, oh, my God. No, no. You, that's you, amazing. He's to die for. And that's another thing, theme that I is showing up in these podcasts for me is that the great entrepreneurs that I'm interviewing have support. They are not lone wolves. They have either a part of a really good partner or they have really great parents. They have, and I'm not talking about financial support. I'm oh no, about it's like about moral, yes, yes, emotional, the emotional, things. Yeah. yeah. So what is your daily routine? You know, I, you go so early. You're open <laughs> so early, 7 a.m. Yes. You know, I'm a huge fan. I drink a juice all the time. I know. So my thing was, I... When I was teaching school, nothing stuck close. Everything opened at eight and closed by five. And if you're a school teacher or you're ch- running your children, yeah, that's not conducive. So I was determined to be up in at seven and close at seven. And even that is one of the things my husband always says because if you've been at the fast track around six p.m. any of the night, mm-hmm. it is happening out there. He's like, you just need to close at five. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Right. I'm not doing it. So I usually get there around five thirty six in the morning. I'm not a morning person. I don't want to go work out at 5.30 and 6, but I love going to my store at 5.30, 6 in the morning. I see everything. Every, I get everything ready. I'm easing into it. We have no, There's no rush. Right. No one's coming in. But I can see everything. I can prepare. And then when everyone trolls in around 8, that's when usually my brother gets there. Mm-hmm. We start. Everything starts. We're usually done by noon, one, with cleanup. Mm-hmm. And then I'm usually there for another hour and a half, just making sure, like, anything being we – do, we do a lot of town deliveries. It's just not something I put out there because I don't want to overwhelm myself. Right, right. But I – so I make sure all that's packed up, being pushed out properly. I usually go and work out, try to catch a yoga class, return some emails, and then I go back around 6 or 7, shut it down, and get home around 8.30. I would like to not do that forever, but right now, that's where my it yeah. help, makes me. And you have to have your hand in it. I mean, you and I talked the other day in your store. I mean, we, you can't be a hands-off entrepreneur. No. You have to be totally in. Now, I'm not here in the studio all day long. But you're always. But we're always Always working. working. Always working. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You have to be, you have to work. You don't have to work in your business, but you have to, you're always working for your business. Exactly. And it's it's just totally true. Exactly. So how much juice do you really drink a day? Okay. So usually I drink around six bottles. But wow. Right, yes. But right now, with it's warm outside, you would think I would drink more. But because it I've it's hot. I love the heat. Yeah. So like every, nothing hurts. 
so I'm great. I can drink three or four and eat watermelon. So you drink six for your just for the just for the RA. I would not. No one I think should have to do that unless you are like I have several um, uh, clients that I juice for that are going through chemo right now Mm -hmm. and I they can't eat. So like I'm just making sure they're getting the nutrients that they need. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you make special juices mm -hmm, for them? mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'll make anything. It's just one of those things. They request it. Yeah, they just customize and say, I need, I need. 18 carrot juices for the next three days and carrots are really volatile they don't like to live in the bottle but I'll do it for someone like that that's going to drink it within the next two or three days right yeah there was a guy that drove from Mississippi to pick up 24 cabbage juices red cabbage juices I'm like what does red cabbage do for you so he was a pharmacist and I can't remember I just it just left me his diagnosis it was um but he had been diagnosed with something and I loved that he was a pharmacist so I was like I'll totally do it if you'll come over now that's wild. It's there crazy he is town. Describing all totally. the medicine. Exactly. And he's going for the natural route. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. It's kind of crazy. Cabbage anti-inflammatory. Yes, it's an anti-inflammatory. Of, I can't. Yeah. I'm literally, it'll come to me. We'll be in the middle. Yeah. I'll be like, bing. Yeah. And I'll <laughs> but back to that cabbage story. Um, so I think that is. So I don't. Whenever someone comes in the store and they're like, I. Bart tells me I'm the worst salesman ever because I try to talk people out of like when they want to come in for a cleanse but they've never juiced before. I'm like, no, 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 no. Can you just start with a, the juice a day? Can you just like try it? Get your That's body used so to American. it. It's like everybody wants to jump and I'm I'm the same way. Oh, we all I'm are. Like, we want to jump in yes. too fast yes. instead of easing into things. Or they leave yeah. the doctor. They're so defeated. The doctor told them they have to lose 20 pounds and they're doing all these things wrong. They're just overgrown eight-year-olds. It's kind of like, you know, we really all are. Yes. And it's just telling them like it's okay you're okay right like you can't change the past but let's just think about something that's really doable right going forward right and a cleanse come on now if you're not really eating vegetables you're gonna feel like you already feel poopy you're gonna be like literally and figuratively poopy you don't want to do that <laughs> exactly. like just hold on take it one step at a time exactly do you suggest exactly. like one juice a day yes. and then yes. two and, and you then... know what if you eat vegetables at your meal then you may need one every other day. Right. Um, but if you are like, I really don't have time. Right. Or you just you just don't feel good, then it's just great to flood your body with the extra, with the nutrition, the hydration. And to me, that is the biggest thing about juice. It's just the hydration. Hmm. And we are very dehydrated because yes. most of our foods are very, and we're 70% water. Yes. And we water has nothing in it. Yeah. You know, so the juice to me is more about keeping our cells properly hydrated than anything mm-hmm. else, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just have the luxury of being able to obtain really quality produce working with these farmers. And that's what I was going to ask next yes. is where do you get your produce? Everything comes from, it's either in, it's in the 45 minutes from Athens. So we, some of it's out of Monroe, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So most of it's out of Watkinsville. Some of it's out of Winterville. And basically that's why sometimes we just might not have something because there was no, you know, like right now there's not, we don't have spicy greens because it's, it's a winter green. Right. And so that's why we don't have it. Um, so, But most of them right now are swimming in plenty of produce. And now yeah. with hoop houses, things, we always have plenty. Right. And ha- who makes your combinations? You you make the combinations? A lot of them were, were came with Journey Juice. Uh-huh. Some of them, I pulled back a lot on the fruit. So sometimes so that was the one thing in the very first year they're like it just doesn't taste the same I'm like I know it's not as sweet but if you keep drinking it your palate is going to get used to it yes and it will be sweet to you it'll almost be too sweet right um so most of them came some of the more like the like the Rhine wines playing with things like that 
the gazpacho. I mm-hmm. did all that. But that all comes from, like, just being foodie and eating yeah. that stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, so my big question next for you <laughs> is what is the biggest misconception with juice? And I have, this is kind of a two part question. Okay. Um, I'm a big fan of the medical medium. Okay. You know him, you know about him? Yes. Okay. So let's start there first. So what is your, what is your thoughts about him and his philosophy about food and juice? He's a big, you know, he's, I'm sure you've had people now based on him for celery juice, which yes. he has written a book about, and he's a huge celery juice fan. Um, he believes that you should drink it every day. Um, so what are your thoughts about the medical medium? So I, I don't know. I know the medical medium just because it's trendy. Um, but I'm into like, it, not so much me. It's more like my husband who reads literally the white paper, like the grain brain guy, the wheat belly guy, and the big fat surprise, which I think those are all three different authors. Um, that's where I really got deep into how I changed my food life and my diaries. Mm-hmm. It's more into like, just give me the data to back it up. Let me right. read the science. It's right. all about the science. It's not really about the feels and what, what it's more like, I need to see the science. Yeah. And that's where like, with, I mean, for me, the hardest thing was like, I don't understand how wheat can become sugar. And it was interesting when my husband finally showed me a white paper and showed me just the chemical breakdown of what it all boils down to the simple, the, and what the, what sugar is and what, and I'm like, because it was so hard for me to quit eating that food when it was like, no one else is doing it and everyone else is okay. And the doctors aren't telling you. And I don't understand how this is making me sick. Mm -hmm. But clearly when I finally stopped, and I would think I was healed and I'm fine and I could go back and, and then it just got more you didn't do it, the harder it was, like it hurt more. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So two-part question, what was the first part? I know. <laughs> what is your biggest, mis- what is oh, the biggest the misconception? The biggest misconception to me is that you have to stop eating mm-hmm. and you don't. Mm-hmm. Like you have to like drink juice and not eat. No, no, it's just one of those things like if you're eating a sandwich, and I don't think everyone should stop eating wheat I, or grains. I right. only think this if you're like literally Have having issue. issues. Yeah. Like, you know, like if your tummy can handle it and then you're fine. like, right. eat your heart out, right. do it. But like clearly none of us are eating 8 to 12 servings of fruits and veggies. So juice is the best way to get it there. And Supplement. no matter right. whether it's medical medium, your cardiologist, the grain brain, the wheat belly, all of them agree you need your green vegetables. Mm-hmm. Every single person agrees on that. They might not believe you should eat bananas or apples or whatever, but no one is saying don't eat green vegetables. Right. And that is one thing with juice. You can get more. I mean, there's three pounds of produce in one bottle. It's six servings of fruits and veggies. So even if you drink half one day right. and half the next, and you just and you can, you just feel better. Yeah. And everything else, it's it's one of those things that you're never going to be like, ooh, I wish I hadn't had that juice. Absolutely. You know? It's like yoga. <laughs> exactly. Like yoga philosophy is, um, I remember going through a really hard time in my yoga practice when I was going four days a week. And I was like, you know, I'm not advancing enough, not advancing enough. And my teacher said to me, Shannon Ball, she said, um, you know, you're never going to regret coming here. Exactly. You're never going to leave yoga class and be like, oh, I wish I'd never gone to yoga because exactly. you always feel better. And the same thing about when I come in, in the mornings and the evenings and get one of your juices, I'm like, I already feel better, right. you know, from having it. So, yeah. And I think another mis- misconception in my, in my mind is that I don't like it when people say, well, I'm eating healthy because I had a juice today. 
having juice or having less carbs or whatever is one part of your health. Absolutely. Um, when I was having medical problems, I have polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's pretty severe. I, I only have one ovary, yes. um, but I had twins on the, so I, I don't know. She's working it. <laughs> it's, I'm working. I love it. But anyway, so um, what happens when you have that is that everything turns into sugar in your body. Interesting. So I'm really supposed to be, like my doctor has told me for, oh, I don't know, 10 years that I'm really supposed to eat paleo. For two, almost three years, I was completely dedicated. And then we started metal and pedal, and I was like, I don't even know what I'm eating, and I got off track. But I had no stomach issues. I had, um, I could not tell when I was going to have a period. I had no pain. Now, also, I was doing yoga because he rec- he basically prescribed paleo, paleo lifestyle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, my stomach ha- had never been flat in my entire life. Even when I was 119 pounds at 21, it was never flat. Um, when I stopped eating greens and I stopped eating sugars altogether, my stomach was completely flat. And it really taught me at that moment exactly what you said at the beginning of this interview. Food is everything. And so it bothers me when people say food is at least 70% is what I would say. And that's what my doctor taught me. He's like, the rest of it, you need to be moving and working out constantly, you know, to really have ultimate health. But nutrition is 70% of it. It's huge. It's everything. But one juice is not going to cure you. No. One one less day without bread is not going to make you skinny. It has to be something you do all the time. And that's what I'm trying to do right now is – start things that I don't jump in yes. so hardcore to, but I just make my lifestyle that I'm going to start every day with the juice mm-hmm. and I'm going to end every day with the juice or whatever, you know, I my plan is I'm going to run just two miles a day, just two miles, you know. So I think the theory is, oh, well, I had a juice today and so I'm on the health path. It's like, no, you got to do it daily. Right. Constantly. Right. Do you agree? Totally. Yeah. No, I think every everything has to be really, it's like, you don't when you when you teach your children something you don't expect them to do it the first time and I go back to like teaching third grade, I I never expected my the children to learn to read immediately or to get the routine down the first week, it would take the first three months and it's consistency. Yes, everything that's it. That's is the about word I was exactly, for. Yeah. and it's all about just and that's why I tell people I'm like it, we don't you have to change everything just change one thing right. and focus on that for 30 days right. and do that and I tell them all the time exercise is great just moving the body just because our culture is so sedentary yes. if we weren't in this sedentary culture there's no need to go run 2 miles because you're moving and grooving and if, if and for me now even being in the juice business I probably don't need to exercise as much because I move and lift all day long so that's been kind of difficult because I am a creature of habit and I'm used to like this is what I do but I don't run nearly as much just Mm -hmm. because it's counter it's counterproductive at this point it was different when I was teaching school and sitting kind of all day long Um, but even telling them to get outside like take your shoes off let touch that grass like it's little things that sound really hocus pocus and they're so simple yes they, they it's like that's all you want me to do? Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm like, it really doesn't have to be hard. No. It doesn't. It, But but we make it hard because I don't know why we do that. I do it to myself still on a daily basis. Like, everything, kind of make everything more difficult than it needs to be. But it's really simple. It's yeah. like, just drink a juice. Just 
you know, go on a walk, go on a walk, and you're yeah. do that all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we've talked a lot about juice. Let's talk about business a little okay. bit. So you have a very successful store. Um, you produce for lots of people. You do custom orders. I know that I have a client who's dying for you to be in their store. I think they talked to you um, recently, and you know you have really the only juice in Athens. And this, I would say that the surrounding areas probably? I think so right now, yes. Yeah. Yes. So what would be your best advice for someone opening a business, taking over a business? You know, what's something that you've learned the past few years in your business that you would want to pass on? Oh, my goodness. I think it's one of those times with in my business, I am very, I used to really be hard on myself because I am AAA very OCD, very overachiever, perfectionist issues, but I feel like I've learned to make it work in my favor. So, because it helps things stay consistent and it helps the store run at its max and it's at way it needs to. But I feel like for someone that's new, dedicate. Dedicate and persevere and don't get really excited when it's good and don't get really down when it's not, like, and let it go. Once the day's over, and you don't don't look at sales again move on it's done move right. on and get back up and just keep going keep i think going. that keep going yeah keep going that gave me chills you're so cute and i think too like i don't know um i guess i tell people all the time they're like are you making any money i don't know <laughs> oh i don't know <laughs> it's my husband's like that's the worst answer and i'm like but the thing is to me, my life is so rich right? because my health, I feel so good in my mm-hmm. skin. I feel like if it's beautiful outside and it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm not clocking out anywhere. Right. I can go. Right. I have a freedom. If my my family needs me, you can take I ha- day off. Exactly. And, yeah. I'm also like providing jobs for my family who kind of struggled in the past a little bit and they needed some room to get their shit together. Right. And they have, and they're going to fly. And, and for the, I know they're going to be okay. Right. And without me and it's fine. And they have a solid ground and they're, everything's better. And I also believe that every single person that walks out of my store feels a little bit better than when they walked in. I, I love that. And that, that is I love success that. to me. Yes. That is all the money I need. I really, I love that. That's it. And you know, that's what being an entrepreneur, a good entrepreneur, I think is really about. I'm the same way. Like, I don't judge my projects by how much money I made them. Exactly. Mine is about the experience. Is my client thrilled? Will they call me again? Because exactly. they, they enjoyed the experience. Did their, did I make their house rise up to meet them or their market, you know, the best they've ever had? Yep. And those are the things that are important to me. The bottom line is obviously very important. Very important, Graham. But because he has a lot of bills to pay. Right. But um, for me, it's about the entrepreneur spirit is about providing jobs and making a better being part of a community yes and making a better life for several people and that I love that and I I do everyone feels that way when they come to Journey Juice I mean they walk out and they're just like I'm gonna have a good day because I got my healthy juice <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> and I just talked to Amy and she's so amazing she has the best energy how do you keep your energy up you're always so energetic it's so funny I've, I've been like this I it's I don't know I don't know another way to be I really mm-hmm. I don't I don't it's so interesting too. I don't know. You probably feel like this too. When people like ask you how old you are, you're like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I feel 18. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I can do anything that you can do. So whatever. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've always, must have always been like that. I don't, it's funny. 
Because when people are like, you're so energetic, I'm like, really? Wow. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. It's it, and This is really it funny. from deep inside It's you. just oozes yeah. out of me. Yeah. It's like when someone described me as intense, I'm like, am I intense? Hmm. I was like, well, I mean, you're kind of aggressive. I was like, and then the best line ever is when he'll say, I mean, you're kind of a lot for one person. I'm like, that's hysterical. Because that to me, so I'm just. Funny. I, I get told the same thing. Yeah. And I don't, I, I kind of feel like it's a little bit sexist. No, nothing against your husband. No. I think it's a mentality of how men have been taught that if a woman is very outgoing and if a woman is very direct and we talked to, I t- talked about this in a multiple podcasts, but like I am called direct all the time. Well, you know, Jade, she's very direct. And I'm like, huh, I am. I'm actually just talking to you and getting stuff done. Exactly. I'm not being mean. Exactly. Not being ugly. Exactly. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. Yeah. I'm just having a direct conversation about what needs to happen next. Does yeah. that make me direct? Right. Like brutal I'm, honesty. I'm like, just use your words, <laughs> say what you mean, and then if I write you a list, don't think, just do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. But I've been told I'm a lot too, and I'm. I, it's. Not insulting, but I'm like, well, what do you think you are? Right. You know? I mean, it's... Whereas you see that, I'm like, well, rise up. I mean, right. me, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, But what... I think it comes with, like, you two, like, you're raising children. Right. You've been running, you've been running your own business. And so, yes. for me, like, we're teaching school. You're just managing. And if you, and, and it's learning to say, to me, I've always been very, like, like, do this. Like, everything's been kind of a command. And it's not, like you said, it's not being direct. It's just there doesn't need to be any room for interpretation. Exactly. Whenever there is exactly. room for interpretation, it goes awry. Exactly. Yes. So it just needs to be it's so brutal honesty. It's yeah. just what it is, you yeah. know? Yeah, I've, I've had many employees not be able to handle it. And I just feel like they're not probably mature enough. Absolutely. Um, you know, my dad was very direct. He's very successful in the corporate world. And he was super direct. And I learned it from him. And my mom is super direct. Mm-hmm. She will come right in and tell you exactly. But it's not emotional. No. Sometimes it's emotional. Right. But usually it's not emotional. <laughs> She's just, you know, matter of fact. And uh, also what I like about you is you're not a small talker. You already, like, right when you come in, you're like, what are you doing today? How, you know, you immediately go to something interesting about someone's day or what they're doing. And it's not like, oh, the blue, isn't it a nice day? How, okay, goodbye. You know, there's soul in your store. And I really like that. I appreciate and that, that. 100% is you. Thank you. 100%. What do you wish you had known when you started out? Hmm. I wish I had known that it was all going to be okay. I love that. Because then maybe I would not worry so much, but it's my own personality. I can't imagine. It's just, I. It's funny. My husband gives me a. Heart. I have these signs. I'm like, I think I think too much. You know, it's like, <laughs> and I have, and I love any kind of quotes. But I, what I, I don't think I really think about what I wish I'd known. I'm just so appreciative of what I know now, and what I know the most. And I tell this to my 19 year old who looks at me with like I'm the craziest person is if everyone would just reflect on their list of things going really well instead of things that maybe aren't so well, even though that's such our human yes. that's what, nature. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I've learned to really focus on gratitude. Gratitude. Yeah. Gratitude. That's huge for me too. It's, and I think that's another thing I'm like, what took yoga? me so long? Like I know. Like why did I know. it's changing my words. Changing my words instead of saying like keeping it and to be very positive, like just put it out there. Mm-hmm. And I've also learned that I'm a much better coach than a player. I can tell you all day long how to be positive and like think positive and do it. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. 
you need to take a little bit of your own medicine. (laughs) Yeah. Positivity is everything. It is. Gratitude is everything. I mean, a lot of um, bloggers I follow, they write gratitude journals. And so what I've been doing that's helped me is I just sit, because I am not, I'm very messy. I'm very disorganized. I think in bubbles are all connected and tabs are all open. I have ADD, which also juicing helps with no carbs, helps me tremendously with that. Um, But I just wake up and take some breaths. And I think as I'm breathing, like five things I'm grateful for. And it has changed my entire life. I know. It really has. I do believe it. I really do. It is amazing. Um, What is the best thing that you've done business-wise? Like since you bought Journey Juice, what has been your best, you know, lesson or best thing that you've done? Hmm. Partnerships you've had or? That's a really good question. I'm not sure I have a really solid answer for that one. Um. I think my favorite thing is when people come in and they're like, you should have acai bowls. I'm like, juice. The best thing that I've done is more personally for me. And I think when I get my personal self in my best shape, then it helps me run my business in my best shape. And being very present and being in the journey. I spent the first 40 years of my life goal, goal, goal. And then I would get to the goal and it's like Christmas morning and you're like, wah, wah. I just missed the first 25 days because I've just been focusing on these 30 minutes of present opening. So I decided after when I opened the store, it was very, it was, I think it made me become like this, obviously, honestly, is because you have, there's so much to do that all you can really focus on are the alligators closest to the boat. They're always swarming. But you have to focus that day, in that present moment, what is most important right now. Mm -hmm. And that changes Mm -hmm. daily, each week. Mm -hmm. So it's made me become very present and very in the journey. And it's just funny that that's like the naming because I really thought about changing Journey Juice's name Mm -hmm. when we opened. Like, just because I was, I don't know, I was like, well, but I want to do something else. And I'm right. like, why well, make it hard? It's there. People know the name. Like, move right. on. There's plenty of stuff to take right. care of. So I feel like I'm really, like, I'm really in it. I'm very present. I I do worry, like, what about what's going to happen on Thursday? The anticipation of things. But, in, but it's also helped me be very, this is today, and this is all I've got is what I can do today. And whatever happens yeah. tomorrow, well, I'll be ready for it. But I like what you hit on. When you first started speaking just there, you said people were trying to tell you to expand into different areas. And you said, no, I'm just doing juice. Just doing juice. And that is something I've heard over and over again from, you know, um, other podcasts I listen to, which is stick to your core business. Right. And you have. And that's so smart. You know, I come there for the juice. I don't want to buy other stuff. Exactly. You know? I want to come for the juice. Yeah. And, and yeah. I feel like that's the, like some people were like, you should get a freezer and you should sell so-and-so's meat and so-and-so's like oh, have gosh. all. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, no, we're not a grocery. We're, ju- yeah. we're a juiceria. Yeah. It's, we're just going to stick to the juice. And that's another thing about opening another store all the time. I'm like, you know, I, this is going really well. And it's a little overwhelming still at some times. Yes. So I'm just, I'll know my belly will feel it or maybe I won't ever. It's fine. Yeah. What is the most overwhelming part of your days? Is it filling orders or? Oh, word. <laughs> um, curveballs. 
Yes. The things that I can't control. The right. variables Machine that are. not working. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all of a sudden, you're looking, your coolers are not chilling where they need to be. Well, what happened? Did, you know. Um, but I think. It's a science, right? It's a I'm, complete science. Yeah. But also just. Like, once a juicing starts, I'm done thinking about that juicing. I'm planning the next one. And it's just making sure I've got everything lined up and everybody's delivering like they should. And if they can't, is there somebody that can go get it? Right. It's just, but there's a lot of balls in the air. It's just like you. Yeah. It's just what you're, it's yeah. no different than yours. Yeah. Like, it's different. It, it, all of it's hard, mm-hmm. but all of it's totally manageable. And did you have a business plan when you started? <laughs> Me either. <laughs> I was like, we're just going to kind of figure it out based on my existing business. And we'll, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No. And do you have a business plan now? Or do you have like goal, long-term goals? Not yet. It's still day-to-day figuring things out. I'm telling you, Jade, every day I'm like, when? Lights are on. Coolers are cold. (laughs) Juicer works. Walk in, still cooling. We're good. I love that. We're good. I love that. No one tinkled in the bushes last night or like killed my plants. We're doing it. We're doing it. Well, and that's awesome because it sounds like you were someone who, like you said, we're just like always goal-oriented. So now you're just taking a moment. You're living in the present. You're making incredible product that you know is high in demand. I mean, I go a lot of times and I'm like, (laughs) my juice is not here. Like a pouting (laughs) two-year-old. Oh, no. The best is when you do, you see people stomp their foot and I'm like, I'll bring it to you. I'll bring it to you. I'm going to have it in two hours. I'll bring it to you. That is such an amazing thing, you know? like It's fun. Yeah, that's amazing. It makes me giggle because I'm like, oh, my God, that's what my eight-year-olds would do when they found out that we had to have cinnamon toast crunch for breakfast. (laughs) So what is the most rewarding part of your job? You. All my customers. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Yeah. They're like, it's all just, like, I want you to, like, it's one of those things that, like, if you came in and we didn't have cellar juice, I'd be like, great, I'll have Bart drop it by in two hours. Right. Like, I want to, like, if you can't get to Journey Juice because you live on the east side, great. Shoot me an email. Tell me your address. Leave a cooler on your front porch. I got so much ice. We'll do it. I just want you to feel better in your body because I know how miserable I was. And so mm-hmm. if I can just make you or anyone that comes in, like, we all just, it's life is hard enough. Mm-hmm. So whatever we can do to just be a good human be kind. Healthy. Healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And healthy is like you said earlier. It's so much more than diet and what we do one day. Mm-hmm. It's just we gotta just make a few and, and it's just making lifestyle changes. Yeah. Even the people, the relationships we have, if they're just not feeding us, then don't do That's it. So true. Don't do it. It's so true. And so you just learn like I learn it's I do love it, and it's just like you said earlier when you just you take a lot of it in. Mm-hmm. I do go home sometimes when someone's unloaded, and I'm like, oh, what else can I do? So it's finding boundaries, too, mm-hmm. of, you know what? All you can do is continue to make your good juice. Mm-hmm. And the next time you see them, give them a hug, get and do that, but you don't need another project. You know? Right. Like, you got plenty. Right. You got plenty. Right. So, And that's hard because it's just like you said earlier, I just want to fix it. Yeah. But you can't. And I'm and that's really good. I'm good at that now. I'm right. really like, nope, there's Draw boundary. A line. Yes. One of the things um that we focus on in our marriage is that our we went to counseling this past year mm-hmm. and the counselor told us to leave the briefcase at the door. And as an entrepreneur, it's super hard to do. Now we're in the going into our fourth year of business. The first two years, no way. We could never have done it. We had the best conversations at night when there was no one around and we were drinking wine and we were like working through problems and how in the hell are we going to do this and what are we doing next and all this. 
but this going into the fourth year we are sorry we're going into our third year not fourth year i'm like thinking my head myself ahead um going into our third year we are at a point where we literally turn off our phones put them away leave the briefcase at the door and very rarely almost to like not the detriment of our business but like almost in a way that's could be bad we don't we don't talk about the business at home anymore now what about you and your husband oh my gosh <laughs> he would probably love that <laughs> well we would, like together it's different yeah, totally know? yeah yeah no we he he really helps me with journey juice mm-hmm. he really is so um he just he sees big picture yeah. and i'm the day-to-day details and so sometimes i can get really caught up in the like mundane of um I have to go back through every lettuce and I don't know there was one that just really stressed me out and I don't know what do you and he's like it's fine and if we have to throw it all away great because then you won't worry so he's very he he is he makes me feel like he is like a breath yes yeah yes he looks at me and says you're doing great and it's all okay and he the problem we're having right now which i know that it's unhealthy is i have to leave the store Mm -hmm. i can have to travel i have to go on a vacation yeah but my store is very safe space for me i feel the same way about my house i like my sanctuary i like the control i have over my little environment right but it's good to get away and that's really important to him he loves yes. to travel. You have to get he away. He got to get away. And I commend you. Yes. Well, I see you and I see y'all going and I'm like, it just it's good for you. It is. It just fuels you. And every time we've ever, I've never been like, Oh, I wish I hadn't gone. Right. You know? Right. So that's what I'm working on. That's my twenty twenty goal is to okay. do more, which we have two trips planned now in the fall. Great. So we're doing it. We're doing it. We're going to JuiceCon in Miami in November. <laughs> so excited. There's something called there's, JuiceCon. There's real JuiceCon. Yeah. What do you do there? Oh, it's so fun. So you, there's a, there's my juicers will be there. My people, the people that distribute my bottles will be there. And then now we're working really hard to to go federal level on the USDA about wholesaling unpasteurized juice, which okay. is a big thing right now. Yes. So yeah, we're doing that, and it'll be fun. Wow. I know. Make I a know. vacation out of it. Totally, we will. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um. So yeah, so now we do talk about business at home, but it's not it doesn't it's not something that is is conflict with with us. Um he is much more he can he's the one that says, All right, you're doing fine. Like we gotta let that go now. Right. Move on. And he's right. And he wouldn't say that if it wasn't really true. True. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And is he an entrepreneur as well? No, so he works. Yes is the short answer. Barthy's got his hands in all kinds of things. Okay. I'm like roofing pays the bills, but Barthy's writing, he's blogs, he is re- he is a voracious reader. He is always learning. He's watching the most outlandish listening podcasts you've ever that you I'm like, what are, I don't even know five of those words that that man just <laughs> said. But but also he loves like roofing is like whatever. He likes being outside, making his own schedule. Yeah. And he loves the people. You right. know, he likes right. he's a that's his thing too. But he I'm does sure lots of different things. He's so into yeah. everything. Yeah. So he, y'all sound very similar. Different. Different, but, but, but yeah. Similar. But big people, people. Yeah. 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 So um, what are you curious about right now? You know, obviously you're really invested in healthcare, and, you know, I can sense a little bit of non-pharmaceutical healthcare. Um, are you interested? What are you curious about besides, you know, your, your juicing things? Like, what are you into? Where's your inspiration come from? You know, what is, what is, what are you curious about? 
I love like I love the small farming thing, the farmers markets. Mm-hmm. I feel I I'm really passionate about living and eating where you are. What's seasonal, what's in your community. Um I believe that we have got to get away from like the big farm mass production. If the food can live through Roundup spraying, like should we really be eating that right. like over time? Um and being passionate about just really supporting our small farms. And like, yes, you might pay a dollar more a pound, but it, aren't you worth it? Right. Like over, like, and you're gonna pay for it on the front end or the or the back end. Mm-hmm. And I know insurance is great and all that fun stuff, but like, really, like, yeah. do you? And I don't want to go to the hospital, like ever. No, because I, know. I feel like once you walk in there, you just went game on for like even more to like. So yes. I'm really passionate, and I. I, I really want people to realize that it's oh it's doable. Mm-hmm. Like when people um, are like seven dollars for a juice, I'm like it's hard to get your head around it. Mm-hmm. But it's just probably like anything that's really worth it. It's yourself. You're doing it for you. And so if it means redecorating your bedroom because it made you feel better, do it. Right, right. You know, like do things yes. that like make your quality of life right now here on Earth your best life. Don't say when I turn this, I'm gonna. So I feel like. I'm really passionate about that because I didn't do that the first half of life. I was like, well, when I get older and I can, I'm like, now, mm-hmm. right now. And that hit when you were 40? Or yeah, that well, hit I think it was going through all the, the sickness, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, and this is no way to live life, and I'm too young, and I have a lot of, of, of way too much to give, mm-hmm. and, and I have a lot of life left, you right. know? But it's also the muck of, like, the grind. I mean, you know, like, when my kids are raised, I'll do this. Or when, like, we have more money, we'll do this. And I'm like, okay, there's never going to be the perfect time. Like, just jump in. Yeah. Jump in. Yeah. So I love, but I'm also, like, really into, like, like, I love Orange Theory. I love yoga. I love being outside. I'm totally into gardening right now. Yes. Loving it. That seems a natural connection. Right. Yeah, I love gardening. Yeah. I was really bad at it for a while. Oh, I failed miserably at it. I'm really, and I get really upset about it and take it very personally, but I'm like, you can't know everything. But you also have to be a present gardener. Totally. You can't just plant your pots and, and your check garden out. and check out. Check you have out. to be a present gardener. Very much so. That is something you have to be, but there's nothing like going home in the evenings or first thing in the and morning and sitting in your garden, watering greatest. your garden. And for yeah. so long, for my hard time getting around, I was like, this is kind of a waste of time. I'm just like digging in the dirt. I'm just finding more stuff to do. And I can, and I'm like, okay, but this is really, I have trouble being still. Yes. So it's a great way for me to like check out because I'm not on my phone. Right. I'm not touching anything. Right. I'm not thinking about journey juice, but it's a way for me. I'm not being still, but I am moving and I but I'm not really thinking so I'm right. kind of meditating without sitting there and you know the ticker in my head exactly. going off um so what is um what is next for journey Deez? I know we're living in the present I, I know. know we're talking know. about that okay so really honest and truly what's next is I do want to launch a home delivery system okay um subscription yay yes I'm so and like literally yeah. yeah and literally you just like it's like a CSA for juice but it's not like you right. could do it one week or one month and you just leave a cooler out and that's kind of what I'm doing now in a really small scale I'm just seeing like how I'm just kind of playing with it and then working with some apps to find like a good like when I have all these orders then it maps it for me and tells me the best most efficient route so you would have your own delivery person okay Mm -hmm. you wouldn't use a company no okay no it would just be us because once again I cannot try like even now like we work with Cosmic and Uber and that's fine because we don't do a lot it's not a lot of delivery through them um but 
what if they get another stop? Right. What if there's so many things? Handle it correctly. Exactly. And they don't know Journey Juice. We don't know. They're not. But whereas my employees, which are all my family, and then my other child, a girl that really is like kind of my child, um, they're passionate. They're not going to let anything happen. They know. They know what needs to be done to make sure the juice gets delivered from A to B, and what to happen if something happens between them. You know. Yeah. They get it. Yeah. They get it. And they'll be in, invested in exactly. making sure it's delivered. Exactly. Like we get um, Instacart delivered for our house. And sometimes, and I love it, but sometimes people will just throw things up on the porch. So I don't do my meats or my produce or my veg, you know, yeah. my produce from them. But my staples, I do. Totally. But when it's something that's yours, you want to make sure the delivery is Absolutely. Perfect. And to that's me, it's exciting. All, it's, it's for you too. It's just presentation. Yes. It's all like, it's all you know, I want it to be cared for from the yes. beginning to end. Yeah. And if your cooler's not there, don't leave it. Right. That's the other thing. Like, have I, the brain in exactly, your head. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be fun. And are you coming out with any new... New juices? Juices? Hmm, what is this? So, this is July. We just started gazpacho, which is excellent. I haven't tried it. It's so good. But it's a lot of garlic and onion. Okay. But it's okay. to die for. Okay. And then in, G- in August will be pineapple pepper, Ooh. which is like banana pepper, bell pepper, all the peppers used with pineapple wow, and apple yum. it makes really good um drinks cocktails <laughs> and then with september like margaritas yes yeah yeah and september's kind of still if it's hot it's warm we can still do those things and then october november we stood into like the sweet potato juices which is mississippi apple pie tastes just like apple pie it's to die for and then in december is all our festive almonds that taste yes. like nutmeg and all that fun stuff yeah so it's fun it's fun that's it's always fun and then january once the cold greens come we'll do all the winter greens so yeah it's fun you know it keeps me from not being too like and do you have like a certain juice you start with in the morning yeah i'm a greens girl just greens kind of like your celery but it has the the cucumber and it has the spinach and the kale and the romaine so you do that first thing in the morning or you do that juice all throughout the day so i'll do the i'll do rotate between like that one the gazpacho right now the celery um what else do i drink the flu shot i drink that a lot wow that's strong it's terrible it works though it works it's medicinal it's really medicinal what else rind wine i drink a good bit of that with the watermelon rinds and the beets um, and I drink a lot of watermelon. So, yeah. yeah, but right now I really, like, it's the greens because I don't really want to eat. Everybody thinks I'm vegetarian because I drink, eat, have a juice store, but I'm a burger girl. I eat a burger every day. Do you really? Burger, eggs, and bacon on the daily. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite food in the world. It's my favorite food but ever. you don't eat the bread. Mm-mm. You just Mm-mm. eat the, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. The bu- bunless. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get it wrapped in lettuce? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like so El Barrio's good. new pork um, carnitas lettuce wraps are the, to die for. Oh, I have to go yeah, try no. that. Yeah. And just, so you eat like one meal a day, basically, mm-hmm. and then juice the rest? Usually I have like a four-hour window. So there, I'll have like, um, or five hours is my fa- time. So like my first little meal, I'll eat um, like a one of those raw bars. It's like a seed bar with some almond butter uh-huh. and drink like an almond milk. And that's like my first kind of meal. And then three hours later, I'll eat whatever we're having for dinner, whether it be a burger, which I really do eat a lot of burgers. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Well, but we order all our salmon wild caught from Alaska, a fishery that um, they live in Asheville and they go to Alaska. And so we spend a lot of money getting all their cod, they get their tuna. 
Yeah. We get their salmon, mm-hmm. and that we live on that. And then eggs. I eat a lot of eggs and avocado, mm-hmm. pastured eggs. Well, it's interesting. The medical medium who you need to look into him more. It's really interesting. Yeah. Um, he doesn't love eggs, and it was funny. It goes against everything I've been taught. Right. Which is that eggs are so good for you, and they're such a good source of protein. But I, it works out for me because I, and I'm not following him exclusively. Right. I right. Just, right. Right. I just it's, just it's, like, it's just like it's just reading, learning, learning yeah, totally. But um, and I don't really like a lot of eggs so it works out for me i yeah. will do like a fried egg and that's about it um but i know that like whole 30 is always like keep an egg you know with you at all boiled egg yeah. you know in a cooler with you at all times um so it's interesting i think it's also how it makes your body feel and i oh yes, you know, if, yes. It, if it doesn't make you feel good then don't eat it exactly that's and my thing i think so i read something i have a lot of allergies in my family i am blessed to not have any but my mother and one of my daughters is severely allergic to everything oh bless detergents nuts oh. um shellfish and everything and it's been scary at some points my mom at 21 had an allergic reaction and almost died and so now I see that my daughter is following suit. So we had like a problem at Sea Bear one day where she had an oyster and we had to leave and get almost get an epi shot. We ended up giving her a massive dose of Benadryl and she was okay. But Bless her. it's horrible. So what I learned from my process and my and my reading of Whole30 and like collecting information through all these allergies um, about allergies has been if you have a reaction to something, meaning if you're like, I don't, I just don't like avocados. Right. I just don't like them. Maybe that's your body saying it doesn't want it. Right. You know, it's less of a mind thing and more of your body going no. So I've started to be more intuitive with my body. There'll be days where I'm like, I have to have a salad every day. I want all I want is salad. So yep. I will just go and make a salad, get a salad, and just eat greens all day. Perfect. There are days where I'm like, I have to have a potato. Yep. You know? No, I completely, I think that is what, if, and that's what we need to do more of. Yes. Instead of, I should be eating this. Yes, intuitive I should. eating. Or, and a lot of times, like, just like all of us, we kind of have emotional eating. You know, so it's, yeah, yeah. especially certain times yeah. of the exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things where you're like, and I'm going to get three donuts. I'm like, great, <laughs> just get two and have a juice and just like try that. Try, yeah, just try. Yeah, you the know. other day I was sitting down and I was just like eating chips blindly, and I was like, what am I doing? This goes against everything I believe in. Now they were. The Cedar grain-free trips, which are really good. Yep. Have you tried them? I haven't had those. I eat the avocado oil, just regular potato chips yeah. from Land Sea Salt. But I was just like, yeah. I'm like, this has got to be an emotional thing. I need to put this down. I need to have a glass of water. Because talking about dehydration, not to get totally off track here, but I also read that whenever you think you're really hungry, have a glass of water first. Yep. Like, and a lot of people drink a glass of water before they start their meal or before they order because they're really thirsty. Yes. And I do believe that dehydration yes. is key. That's what I tell people when they're like, well, when do I drink this juice? If I'm not supposed to replace a meal, I'm like, you know, at 10 o'clock in the morning when you're kind of like, mm, kind of want to reach for something, drink your juice. Yeah. If 30 minutes go by and you still, then eat a handful of nuts. But more than likely, you're going to be fine. It right. passed. Or right. whatever distracted you that kind of popped up that, or you're avoiding doing something else, drink your juice and jump into that task. Or the 2 o'clock lull when you want to drink, reach for a cup of coffee. Yes. Do, do a juice. Yeah. Do something because you're just kind of thirsty and you're just kind of kind of getting that mid-afternoon antsy. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, it's just typical. It's just, it's, it's, it's all human mm-hmm. what we're doing. And it's, it's, we're not less of person or, and, and I think what I encounter too with a lot of clients and you probably, and like, we're so hard on ourselves and I know I'm hard on me too. And I'm like, yeah. it's fine. Like, don't think, don't, don't think yes. back. Just move forward. Yeah. You know? I have a friend who's always struggled with her weight. And since she was a little girl, 
and she is one of the most beautiful people inside and out you've ever met. But she's she's not what people would call skinny. Of course. And she, a lot of, I think, her health issues or her hang-ups with food, and she's been, she has multiple bulimia, anorexia, all sorts of things, has been the guilt. And so she's finally gone through this process where she's allowed herself to say, okay, you know what? I just ate a hamburger and fries, and I'm okay with that. And tonight, I'm going to make better choices. Tonight, I'm going to have a salad, and I'm going to have a glass of water. So she really feels like getting over the guilt of just like being like, oh my God, I went out and got a fries and burger. I'm never going to be thin. And so then, I might as well go ahead and do it again. Totally. I call it food shame. Yeah. It's really no different than even the alcoholic. It's our food now. I feel like for some of us that are really emotionally attached, it's like the new legal drug, especially since it has so much sugar in it. Yeah. But I mean, it's... It's just, and it's learning that like what our triggers, just like yeah. in other, you know. How do you feel about sugars? And so in America, we put sugars in everything. Everything. Every dressing. Everything. Everything. And so. When and it has so many names. So many names. So many names. And when so when you go through one of these, um, I don't want to say diets, but it will, you know, Whole Thirty is kind of a diet, totally. cleanse, you know, or you go through the paleo lifestyle, you can't have any of that, and it's nearly impossible. And if you're going to find it, you're going to find it at a high, high, high price to find things that don't have sugar in them. You definitely can't eat out. Even ordering meat has seasoning that has sugar in it. And if you're really trying to be rigorous, which I really was for a long time, I didn't have anything. And of course, I was like the skinniest, the best I've ever felt, whatever. (laughs) I mean, sugar is everywhere in America. It's everywhere. How do you feel about that? I feel like it's the new heroin. It's the legal. It's legal. I if you literally in one and one of the Grain Brain book, one of his, um, they did these testing and they put mice and they put heroin, cocaine, sugar. Every single time they go to the sugar, every single time, it's more addictive. So I. It is a real issue, and people when they like that's why it's so easy. And all most of them have um, so. Ghrelin is the hormone that lets us know we're full. Well, most foods have ghrelin blockers in them. So that's why our tendency to overeat. And so it's a real thing, but it's a money maker for big food. Right. Cheap food sells. Yes. And and it's hard for people to get their head around. I mean, it's it's interesting because I don't eat a lot. It took a while to get where I am, but I don't I spend less on groceries and it's not but I have really quality groceries. Yes. But and I don't recommend fasting for everyone. I think it's all about it's literally what your body needs. It's what my body needs. Yeah. And it's what I've learned that keeps me healthy for and I'm not having inflammation issues. Right. I don't suggest it for like every unless you're in the this this space and you right. need to do that. But it's not that different to eat better foods you know right. it's just really not it's, and you feel so much better you really do at the end of the day but i don't th- it's I, hard to avoid the sugars in america yes oh it's now they've started coming out with like simply ketchup you know where it's just tomatoes exactly and garlic and whatever else it has no sugar in it you can get those but it's hard to go out to dinner and avoid it you have to know where you're going and yep. what you're getting it's 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 been nearly impossible i you know it's a lot easier in california and in the West, but in the South, it's not. I mean, you can't even get, I mean, I'd say 90% of the restaurants in Athens, everything has sugar in it. Yep. So, and if you're going to find it, it's going to be high, high end. Yes. You know, so getting the bougie. accessible stuff, bougie. Yes, yes it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. But it's 
worth it. Totally. It's worth it. Totally. To feel good. Totally. Well, being around you Aww. is a feel-good moment for me. It's Every been time. so fun. It's so fun. Thank you so much for coming. You're so fun. And spending time with me. I've enjoyed you, too. And you're such a force in a good way. You're so Thank beautiful. You. You're Thanks. so... Your energy is just addictive like sugar. Thanks. It really is. And um, I love what you're doing. And I love that you're sticking to... You know, you're following your intuition. You're sticking to your core product. And you're just, you know having a lot of gratitude in the way that you run your business. That's, that's everything. Thanks, sister. Takes one to know one. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for being here. You're so welcome. A big, huge hug and a kiss to Amy Lawrence. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. We have loved every minute. Please visit Journey Juice very soon. Enjoy a big, beautiful juice. And I promise you, you will feel better just by going there. Until next time.